Welcome in another episode of You've Been Watching, the Behind the Scenes Podcast with the Behind the Scenes People, because Brian, we have the best opinions. We're the smartest. That's you, clearly true. You, you never hear our opinions because we're behind the scenes. We have a b- better things to do. We have a, uh, we have jobs. You have a job? <laughs> Can I have one? It's more of a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, today we're going to be talking about Thor Love and Thunder. This is the newest installment of the Thor series, another Marvel movie, and uh, I'll lead off with this and this alone. This might not, if you're a fan of Thor Love and Thunder, or you've seen it already, you just want to hear people have to think, and you like this movie, you might not want to listen to our show, because we have reviews, and they're not the nicest, at least my aspect, they're not the <laughs> nicest. Uh, this one picks up right after uh, Thor leaves with the Guardians of the Galaxy. And he's he's on his own doing this, you know, kind of exploring life and enjoying things. And he kind of decides it's time to be old school Thor again. And that's how I that's how I would say. it. Uh, Yeah. Compared to Ragnarok, it it fell a little short, but I still I still enjoyed it. I Mm -hmm. thought it was it was better than the the dark world. Yeah. (laughs) Well, see, I think what happened was. Ragnarok was so big and it was such a great winning formula that I think Taika Waititi's like, well, let's see if we can go a little bit further with this. And it, ju- I think he just went a little. To- it was one of those things where it's like, no, 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 back a little bit. Just a little- All right, there you go. And see, I feel like Thor's like the Hulk. He's excellent when he's part of the ensemble as the lead. Because uh, I think the the great part of Ragnarok was you had Hulk in there. You had Loki in there. Mm-hmm. You had Valkyrie in there. You had Jeff Goldblum as though it was the the oh, yeah, the, the ma- Grandmaster. Grandmaster. Kate Blanchett is his sister. Was yes, great. those were all great. Yeah. This was sort of Thor carrying it mostly himself, mm-hmm. and that to me is like, yeah, I like Thor. I like Thor when he's part of the group. I don't like Thor. The best parts of the movie were him with the Guardians. Yeah, and him with uh, uh, the Mighty Thor. I thought those okay. parts really worked when it was really just him. Eh. Him with Valkyrie is always good because she's like the only person that doesn't put up with Thor. Like yes. She'll, she'll fire back. And, but, and Krug. Krug. Krug, yeah. Krug. I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> Taika Waititi, basically. Yes. Um, yeah, no, and I, I enjoyed, like I said, this was very light, very like over the top. The soundtrack, you know, all, all the Guns and Roses and a great. Yeah. And it was it was fun from that aspect. Um, but yeah, like you are. Thor carrying a movie is hard to do because I guess the way that Hemsworth plays him, he's kind of a vapid, let me just go blow everything up and save the day kind of thing. And that's fun for a while, but after a while you need a reason to keep watching and without other people to kind of drive it along. Like not to, not to, you know, ruin this if you haven't seen this movie, but you know, because Jane is now the mighty Thor, is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, You know, that means the hammer's back. And ninety percent of the movie is Thor jokingly trying to get the hammer back, yeah. and his axe taking offense, and it's like, okay, yeah. The first time is funny. First time I the laugh. Fourth or fifth time you go, okay, can we move on from this joke? Yeah, I like, got it. It's a one you're note joke. Selling this joke a little bit harder than it needs to be yeah. sold right now. So yes, that was that was one of those ones where I'm like, okay, yeah, funny. Let's move on. Yeah, and there were parts of it. There's parts of this movie that I thought were really, really good. Okay. Um, the whole angle with um, Jane Foster, where she has cancer, Yolnir, when she's in the form of the mighty Thor, she doesn't have cancer, yeah. but her mortal form is still wasting away. Yeah. I thought that was good. And then 
matching that with uh, Gore, the God Butcher, who is really just trying to keep anybody from dealing with the pain he dealt with by losing his daughter. Mm -hmm. And the way Waititi brought them together at the end where one loses, she loses her life to save her friends and he loses his life to give his daughter back her life. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant and I loved it. I will say this because I had this in my notes, but because this doesn't happen very often, Christian Bale, should get an Oscar. This dude was yeah. phenomenal in this movie. Uh, like from the very beginning, giving the you know when he's talking to the gods and giving the very emotional like my daughter lost her life. That was amazing. All the way to the other side of when they're when he's got all the children and he just appears in the little cage he's holding him in. Yeah, he scared the crap out of me. Yes, he was phenomenal from beginning to end in this. Now, I like you said, he's trying to prevent you know everybody from suffering the same way he yeah. suffered. So it was like. But there, were, and this was also that classic villain villain thing. And I look back to like Austin Powers, where Doctor Evil says, "No, I'm going to put them in an easily escapable death." Yeah, and uh, and we're going to see what happens. <laughs> That's what I felt like with this. It's like Christian Bale, very easily. It's like like he kept kind of letting them stick around. It's like you can disappear and reappear, reappear behind he- Thor, lop his head off. We're done. This is over. But he needed he needed the hammer and he needed Thor's power to get to eternity, right. which I also thought seeing eternity from the Marvel comics on the big screen mm-hmm. was like, I never thought that would happen. It's like, yeah. no, they'll do what they did in the Fantastic Four with Galactus where it's just some amorphous blob. It's like, nope, that's eternity. And he's sitting there and, oh, my God. And that whole angle from a comic book standpoint was amazing. And then, but he needed Thor to use the power to open yeah. the gate to get to eternity. So it's like, okay, so he can't kill Thor. He's he's manipulating him. That's why the kids were there. And it made sense at the end. Where it's like, oh, okay, he's been playing a, a long game, manipulating Thor and the mighty Thor to get to where they are so he can steal the power to get the, the whatever, the gate open to get to eternity. Yeah. Grab Jane, go to the gate, wait for Thor. Yeah. Three-minute movie. Just did it in three minutes. Uh, but I, I understand what you're saying. Right? And I get that, you know, that's that thing you look back at. It's like, well, why didn't you just do it right there? But then it's like, well, then you don't get the other 45 minutes of redemption yeah. story and the hero yeah. prevailing. So, and, and that's that always that flaw. It's like, I, I'm waiting for the day the villain doesn't have a chance to get to you till the very end. And that's when it happens. Well, like, that's like what I'm waiting for. Every James Bond movie, like, no, Mister Bond, I expect you to die. It's like, well, just shoot him. Shoot him. Why are we putting? Yeah, and that's why. <laughs> but I, that, the movie ends then. That's why like, I'm saying, like, Doctor <laughs> Evil had the best line. I am going to put him in an easily escapable, yeah. elaborate situation, and we're going to see what happens. <laughs> like that, to me, sums up, you know, villains in every way, shape, yeah. or form. Um, I, I get it. Christian Bale was phenomenal. I, I like seeing Natalie Portman back. Uh, it, it was that. It was that. If you're looking for a fun, upbeat popcorn movie, you, you got it. You really did. Yeah. But to me, it was more of a, I was looking for you to continue this story and, you know, give me like Thor on the, you know, on the road to, you know, becoming a hero and all that. And I just don't feel like we got that. I feel like we got kind of Thor goofing around while other people tried to make things better. Yeah. Thor just sort of still being Thor. Yeah. Which is fine. If you have other people around him, I enjoyed the, the, like I said, the arc, the Natalie Portman arc, I thought was brilliantly done. And it's like, this is good because there's not a lot of, aside from Captain Marvel, 
there's not a lot of strong yet sympathetic women in the Marvel yeah. universe. Yeah. Now, Black Widow, eh. But this was like, I thought it was really well done with her, you know, being sick, finding the hammer, and now she's a superhero. Mm -hmm. I thought that was great. I love Christian Bale, who generally, uh, I feel like if I met him, he was a kind of a douche and I wouldn't want to be around him. I loved him in this. It's maybe the first thing I've seen him and then I went, this is brilliant. He's amazing in this. Mm -hmm. I felt sorry for him when the daughter died. I understood what he was trying to do. But yet I was with Thor. He can't do this. Yeah. But when it happened at the end and what he, what Thor's arc was really just to change him from being the God butcher to back to being a father. And when it happened at the end, it's like, this is brilliant. I I thought the Taika Waititi uh, notes in it are like Baz Luhrmann from yeah. Elvis. Like, ah, this is what he does. And he does this brilliantly. Ba- Waititi deals with children brilliantly well he said it was great he had a bunch of children on set it's just free labor because everybody brought their kids to work <laughs> that was his line he said he's like we just had a lot of free labor natalie portman's kids christian bale's kids thought chris hemsworth's kids it was free labor it was great which little interesting note i found out after seeing the movie and it made it great that's his daughter that is chris hemsworth's yeah. daughter at the end who plays uh christian bale's daughter in the movie that is his daughter and how they, i liked how they ended it those two you know yes you know out, and I, out. i'm interested to see where they take it from here that was gonna be my next thing is i again we know they're gonna make more of these they make so much money and all that uh whether it's taika waititi or they go with someone right. else you would think it's taika waititi because they have such a great working relationship but if you're marvel you look at it and go be funny tell us a story please yeah. be funny um but I am interested to see because it's it's not knowing a lot about Thor. It's like, where do we go next? How do we tie Thor into this new universe you're building with the upcoming movies and the upcoming stories and all that? I know they'll be able to do it. I'm not saying they won't yeah. be able to do it. But I am curious to what to see they do with it because the last thing I want to see happen is Thor become tired. It's like another Thor movie, really? Yeah. Like, we don't need another Thor movie. Let's give us the next person. Like, so I'm 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 afraid of that happening. Ragnarok was amazing. This seems to be one of those things where they're they're dipping. They can either get it going again, or they can go. Let's make one more of these and see if we can get another billion dollars, and then we'll just get rid of it all together. And that's what I don't want to see happen. Yeah, because if it if it spirals in, then it's like you've ruined a character that is, could be potentially really good. Yeah, and it'll just be interesting to see. Do you keep the girl with him? Does the girl go somewhere else? Does she live now in Asgard and she's going to have to go to school so Thor can have adventures with the Avengers again? Yeah. Or, you know, how do, how do you build it from here will be interesting. Yeah. And uh, I hope he keeps the goats. That was the minute. <laughs> I was like, I was like if you're, if, if, the, the best part of this movie was the goats, in my opinion. Yes. Like you said, they made that noise that first time. You're like, that was good. No more. Yeah. And. Then when they crashed into the planet and like there's a moment of silence and then you just hear it's like <laughs> yes. I, we, the whole theater was cra- I saw this one of these the whole theater was cracking up and I was like all right that was good the, the goats like, are brilliant the goats were great <laughs> the goats were I I really very much enjoyed the goats yes keep the goats and and Craig or Krug I can never remember the name Korg Korg whatever. <laughs> Are you trying to say Keurig and you're not getting I have the, it out right? I have the right letters. They're yeah. in the wrong. I'm clearly dyslexic about this character. It's it's totally okay. <laughs> Keep him, too. Even yeah, though I like him. Uh, He's a great character. Yes. But Valkyrie could go. I think Jane Foster, They with the cut scene at the end, 
we've moved her somewhere different with still the ability to bring her back if yeah. we can pay Natalie, Natalie Portman the right amount of money. Uh, I think she's done. But you never know. You never know. I, that's how I felt with the, the story arc they gave her. Is like Natalie Portman clearly, they said, we'd like you to do another one. She goes, not unless you kill me. <laughs> I did. It was the Han Solo thing. Yes. I'll come back for Star Wars. you got to kill me. Yeah. Because so, yeah. I'm not doing 18 of these damn things. Yeah. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, Korg, <laughs> Korg is great. I, I, I like him. And it would be fun to see. It would. Um, and I'm wondering where we go with Hercules now that Hercules has been introduced into the Marvel Universe. Because Thor and Hercules always had a, an amazing rivalry. Hercules yeah. is kind of like Thor where he's not that bright. He just beats things up. So him and Thor together might be actually an interesting movie. Could be. If you know. they had gotten a guy that would have worked as Hercules, <laughs> they got some skinny dude. Um, that was the other thing I wanted to bring up before we got to the ratings. And we have one yeah. more little thing we're going to talk about uh, when it pertains to Marvel. Um, was that whole sequence with Zeus and the meeting of the gods just being a giant party and all that. What, for you, what was I was when I heard Russ or uh, yeah Russell Crowe yeah. was going to play Zeus. I was like, you know what? Knowing like what he did with Maximus, him as Zeus <laughs> could be really. Good. I'm not saying he gets that intense. Yeah, could be really good. The 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 god of gods. This could be amazing. But I feel like we did. We got more like nice guys, goofy Russell Crowe, and it's like while I enjoyed it for a minute, I was like, no, I was looking for like someone who could really be a rival to Thor. And that wasn't it. It it felt like just an excuse to get Hercules into the Marvel into universe Marvel. to be. It was like, how do we do it? I I know he's got to go to this place where the gods are, and and her and Zeus is there, and, and they deal with Zeus. But then because Hercules, Zeus's son, it just it felt like we're gonna shoehorn this in here because why? Because we need Hercules for the next Avengers movie, so we'll put him in there. It it did feel forced, and Fat Russell Crowe. It's funny, but it's like, oh, this is sad. Well, well, what I also didn't like was after the movie came out, I've seen like three or four deleted scenes with Zeus that should have been in the movie because that was actually the Zeus you were looking for. It was Zeus oh. helping Thor instead of just being some Silly. I don't give a care guy. Yeah. And it's like the party had, leader. Yeah. If you had put those scenes in instead of the party, the, like the party Zeus. Yeah. I think the movie actually gets better quicker. It's that same thing like where when we reviewed the Batman a while back that they omitted the Joker scene. It's like, why was that not in there? Yeah. That makes this movie that much more understandable that he's like, this gives you a little bit of background to what he's already faced. So it shows you how much bigger the Riddler is for him. Yeah. And if Zeus is serious, it gives you a better launching point, even if the if it is just a launching point to put Hercules in there. Well, now there's a reason for Hercules to be upset yeah. because you have upset my where where now it just felt it just felt like. Hey, it's Zeus. Hey, I took I took your thunderbolt. See ya. Yeah. You know it didn't it didn't work the way I think they intended it to work. Yeah, there was no gravitas to it, so it didn't matter. Well, it was the chance to get a bigger than life character yeah. on a screen and use him the right way. I almost would have rather we got Dark World Zeus, not you know Ragnarok Zeus. Like yeah, a little more serious. Yeah. Big, give it, you would give him a little more weight, yeah. make him more serious, which makes the scene more serious, which then all the consequences then matter a little bit more. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we have one more little Marvel thing to discuss when it comes to wrapping up Marvel altogether. But before we do, movie theater, streaming, wait for it on TV. Uh, streaming was okay. Streaming was okay. Yeah, streaming was okay. You might wait for it on TV. This was. This is not Ragnarok. It's not like, oh my God, you got to see this. There's four or five scenes that are really good 
And the rest of it is like, yeah, this is a nice Saturday afternoon. I got nothing to do. Kick back in the watch on TV. Yeah. Now, I saw this one in theaters. I saw an early screening of it. And, uh, I, you know, honestly, I, I feel bad for saying this, but I, I think this is 100% a wait for it on TV kind of movie for me. Uh, if I see Ragnarok's on, Aaron and I both agree, our day yeah. is pretty much messed up for two hours. We have to watch it. But this, to me, really fits somewhere right in that, like, dark world this origin is, story Thor movie. This is more like of a, it felt like a bridge movie to me. It's like this, Ragnarok was, this is what we could do with Thor. Yeah. This felt like we've got to build a little more before we give you what else we can do with Thor. And it's like, this felt like a bridge to me. So this of, was dark world. Yeah, where we're going next yeah. is going to be amazing, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let me see if I got this right, because I think we're on the same page here. Ragnarok's, if it came out in theaters, you'd go see it. Absolutely. Okay. Thor Origin and Dark World. I would say Thor Origin is probably a streaming one for me. And yeah. Dark World and uh, Love and Thunder are both TV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dark, uh, Love and Thunder, I would lean a little more towards streaming than TV. Okay. But Dark World, yeah. Dark World, as much as I really wanted to like it, because I love Christopher Eccleston, who played the main villain. Yeah. Oh my God! It's the worst thing I've ever it seen. It's good. like Marvel really, I, and I think Ragnarok was then the step they the back on track, which I think this one is. Let's give him. Let's give Thor more consequences. The daughter gives him more things to work for. He's not just out fighting and having fun anymore. He now has somebody who's relying on him. Now we can build to a better Thor. Well, I think also if you think about it, when Ragnarok. Uh, came out that was right around the ant-man kind of like we realized we can have fun with these yeah guys. guardians of the galaxy, guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. we can have fun with these guys and still give you an action movie that at the end the action people are gonna be like wow that was awesome the fight scene was so amazing but at the same time the light funny we want right. to laugh people could go see it too and i think the problem with that was they just went a little too far over, away from the action and more to the let's make you laugh at every turn it felt like going to see a comedy Maybe not an action movie. Yeah, there was not a lot of action, and it, it, like I said, it felt like a bridge movie to me. Yeah. This is this when you get to the next movie, you'll go, "Oh, well, that makes Love and Thunder make perfect sense." This is where we were going, yeah. but it just needed to build to something else, and it's harder to do in theatrical releases than in their TV shows. Absolutely, you know? I agree. Uh, okay, so lastly, uh, the other movie that you watched the other night that I, I saw uh, about two three weeks ago was Morbius. Yes. So it was the living vampire. The living vampire. The living vampire. <laughs> and we're not going to review that one today, but something we were kind of discussing between the two of us is, is it just me, or does it seem like Marvel has gotten away from the, we're going to give you a good story, and I'm, I'm referring to the like the last couple, Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, and all that. They've gotten away from the, we're going to give you a good story, and instead we're going to see how many big moments yeah. we can give you the big reveal oh you know here's reed richards oh there's three spider-mans and spoilers <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie yet but black bolt is back black yes. bolt is back. <laughs> yeah. it, it, they've gotten away from like like we called in the beginning the iron man where we're going to give you a really good origin story it's not over the top it's by by today's standards iron man would be a flop yeah it's very Marvel's dull dull it, movie it doesn't have a lot till the very end it's Tony figuring it out because he was the you know he was yep. the first guy to do it. He didn't know that Cap was 
frozen in the somewhere. Ice. Yeah. <laughs> and that, but even the Captain America movie was. It wasn't until we got to Avengers that you really got an over like that. That scene where they're all like, the camera circles, the circles around, around all them, of them. Yep. That was the biggest thing we'd ever seen. Nowadays, that's that would just be the opening to the movie. That, yeah. That's not even the big part. And it feels like Marvel has just said, you know what? We could tell a really good story. Or we could get this person in the movie secretly and no one will see it coming. And yeah. I don't know how I feel, but I feel like I would rather the good story and maybe I don't get to see the thing appear. I know you love the thing. I'm not yeah. trying to take that away. From oh, that. no. I uh, Yeah. And I've been watching She-Hulk and it's the same thing. It, it's starting. It's at some point it feels like who's coming in now. Yeah. <clears throat> who's going to appear next. And that takes away from what you're trying to do. It's what I liked about Ms. Marvel was it was Iron Man in a series. It was six or eight episodes, and it told me the story about Ms. Marvel, who I really wasn't that familiar with. I was never really read the comic books, and that's what I want. You're right. It's it's John Krasinski's going to be in this, and everybody's now sitting on the edge of their seat waiting for it. It's like they're, they're pandering to the nerds who want to see these characters. I would rather see them brought in the right way. Yeah. You know, the way they, they the way they started it was really good, where Thor comes from this other place and that's built. And then he's when he connects with them, they don't know what to make of each other. And there's always a fight. Now it's just sort of like, ta-da, you know, it's and tell me a good story. You don't have to do the big secret swishing reveal of who is it going to be. And, and now that's cool. You know, like. Everyone was so excited at the end of Iron Man when the word Avengers was dropped. Yeah. And now it's like we have to up we have to up the game every single time till now it's like how how do you up it from here? Exactly. They're, you know, they're, they're, you they can't, can't top it from now. They 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 set off the big firework and they're trying to figure out well how do we do a bigger firework? It's yeah. like at some point you can restart the show and we'll we'll be okay with it because if you give us a good story for someone we want to see. Yeah. The Fantastic Four. I'm going to keep saying it until they pick up on it. Oh, yeah. I'm in for it. And But I agree. Yeah, when Avengers was dropped that first time, you're like, oh, we're going to get the Avengers. Yay, let's do this. Thor and Iron or Thor and Captain America, they were good movies. I still love watching them. But by today's standards, they were relatively dull. You don't see Thor fight anyone other than at the very beginning of the movie. And then he takes a long pause before he yeah, fights Yeah, the first anybody. Thor, I felt kind of slow even at the time. Captain America... I like that from beginning to end. Yeah. I will watch the first Avenger over and over. And I don't know right. why. It may be because I like those old World War II war movies. And it feels like that through all the, through the all whole yeah. movie. So I really love that movie. But you're right. Uh, Iron Man. Oh, wow. Compared to what they do it. now, this is really slow. Yeah. I went back <laughs> and watched it the other like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, this is still a great movie. I still love what I'm getting. But it's like. When, when is John Krasinski going to pop up? I need, like, where's that surprise? Give me yeah. the surprise there. And that was very early on when they did the, you have to stay around for the, the credits because we're going to give you something. Yes, and now you have to do it every time. Yeah, and nine times out of ten, it's nothing. And even on the shows, even yeah. in their series, you have to wait till the end because there's cutscenes. It's like, uh, oh, my God, go. did we have to do a cutscene after 20 minutes of credits? So it just feels <laughs> like, yeah, they they they've, they they've... They found this formula, and the problem is now they're just like, let's keep adding to it and see how yeah. big we can get this. And it's like, I feel like they're going to run into a big problem. Like, eventually, they're going to go, oh, well, we got this big reveal. Going to put it in the movie, and they're going to put it in, and it's going to do nothing for anyone. Right. And it's like, well, what, do, what do we do now? What do we? Do? I don't know how to do this. What do we do? And it's like. Or just, they're going to tell you a story, 
and there won't be the big reveal, and everybody, all the the, the nerds will be mad. Yeah. Well, there wasn't anything big about this movie there, and I'm here. I heard that about. I've been reading it about uh, the latest episode of She-Hulk, where there isn't anybody in it. It's just a She-Hulk story. Oh well, that's no good. Well, and yes, I agree. It's a lot like Black Widow stories. They're very. Oh, yeah. it's an interesting story and it's clearly they're building to somewhere else but I'm reading online now it's like well this was nothing it was just a She-Hulk story it's like the show's called She-Hulk <laughs> what did you expect it's like yes the Hulk showed up in one and Wong has showed up in one and they but this is her story we don't have to have a special guest every time well I mean think about it like they're 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 tying in this universe and I know someone who's going to be in one of the uh, She-Hulk episodes because I've seen the images online of the costume and all that. But some of the best like shows Marvel did were The Punisher, yep, and Daredevil, which yep. had no big reveal. It was straightforward show. Let's go do this kind of thing, and it was great. It was phenomenal, and there were no cutscenes at the end. It was watch the next episode and you'll get the information you're looking for. That was great. That was that's what we are used to in TDV. Nowadays, it's like it's like watch till the end because we're going to tell you exactly what's going to happen in the next episode. And even with that, they can do it in a smaller way. And I'll I'll give this to you. This is a spoiler. So if you don't want a spoiler, it's She-Hulk. She goes to have suits made because clearly she's having issues with being a giant She-Hulk and then a normal-sized woman. So she has to go to a special tailor who yep. does this thing. Does He outfits superheroes. And so... Toward the end of this episode, when she goes back and gets these special clothes that are made for her, there's a box sitting on on a, on a counter that She-Hulk walks by, doesn't notice, and the tailor goes, hey, doesn't anybody know about proprietary secrets? And he takes the box that we can't see into and moves it, sets it down, and before he puts the lid on it, it's the Daredevil helmet, That's but it's the right. yellow yeah. Daredevil helmet. Yep. That's all I needed. It's like... Daredevil's in this universe. You know, it's like, oh my God, and it's the yellow Daredevil. That's all I needed. I don't need to see, you know, Matt Murdock come in and have a big scene. It was literally a helmet in a box for 30 seconds. <laughs> and like, so yeah, I don't need John Krasinski to show up. I don't need that. That's cool, but do it sparingly. And I think it's a, it's a better way to do it because it's it's very light. It's very subtle. Still gives you all the thrill and it allows you to build toward it, not just not be like, oh, by the way, someone might be in this movie. We're not going to tell you who. And then yeah. two minutes later, a button pushes and, you know, Reed Richards appears. It's right. Like, and I if you, if you know who, who what this is, like we, I watched it with my wife. Well, Bev didn't watch Daredevil. She yeah. found them very boring, very dry. I w- I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh, my God. And it's yellow. What, what, what does that mean? It's like, it's Daredevil. Then they do that. Not with these people. It's just like <laughs> so like like so if you know who it is, it's very cool. If you don't know who it is, it's still like it doesn't take away from the show. You don't see John Krasinski has to walk in and a you know yeah. it's it's subtle enough that if you like nerds will know what this is and it's like, oh, you start vibrating, everybody else goes, I don't know what that was, it was a helmet, I'll figure it out later. You yeah. know. It doesn't take away from it, but it doesn't interrupt my story the people that are invested will know yes i get exactly what yes saying. and that's almost what i would have rather it's like you're saying coming in out of the like going to the costume place i would have almost been more excited if she had opened the door and you know as they're walking in he like he goes she looks at krasinski he goes mr richards that would have gotten me too exactly like, yes yes but or in spider-man when you see dr strange's 
number yeah. in his phone. He's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. It's the littler, littler things mean more because they're either small and you've seen them and you know what they are, or even if you don't spot it and later on, hey, did you see that Easter egg? No. And you have to search online and go, oh my God, I didn't see that. That's cooler to me than the big reveal of the Illuminati. Yeah. You know, where that's nice. I don't need it in every, and that's what Marvel's starting to do. Everyone has to have everything. You they know. have to top the previous one, and eventually they're going to run into a big problem with that because it's right. going to be a three and a half hour movie where it's nothing but, you know, yeah. spoil, like, you know, you can't, they literally, like, you can't see a second of this movie because it'll give away everything. That's like, Yes. That we don't need that. <laughs> no. We just need something normal. Um, all right. So lastly, I'm going to go completely in the other direction Uh-oh. here and steer hard. What's the one you are looking forward to? Who's the character you're like, all right, time to introduce this. I know who you're going to say, but yeah. time to introduce this person. Yeah, you got to go with Fantastic Four. Yep. I got to see the thing. And and the thing done the right way. Yep. The closest they've done was with the original Jessica Alba Fantastic yeah. Four. That Michael, was close. Yeah, Michael Chiklis's But thing. now the way special effects are done is like, we can do this really well as long as it's done the way they're supposed to do it. That's You're looking at like uh, Ruffalo's like... Smart Hulk, yes, kind of thing, yeah. And I'm, I, I actually am looking forward to the new Daredevil that they've been pushing a little bit, because the rumor floating around online is the new Daredevil, even in the yellow costume, will square off with the Punisher, who is a Daredevil villain ultimately. Mm-hmm. Well, Spider-Man villain originally. Well, he was kind of a villain in Daredevil too, which was. Which was he's great. a he's a bad guy. He kills people. Yeah. But he's he's the nicest bad guy you can get, but he's he still a bad guy. He kills people for the right reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the thing is the one I I'm dying to see the thing now. And you're you're what a big you? thing. Oh, I, I Fantastic Four okay. was mine as well. <laughs> I, I didn't mention John Krasinski twelve times for a oh. reason. I, I want Fantastic Four. I love the Fantastic Four, and I always have. Um, my big fear though is, and is the worst thing on earth is now because of that, because of CGI and all that. You're not you. You might not get like I'm gonna mention. You might not get John Cena as the thing because you don't need a big guy. You legitimately could have me be the thing. Yeah. All you need out of me is me moving and doing what you're wanting and my voice. So the thing, the only reason that I liked those uh, original ones is because Michael Chiklis wasn't the biggest guy on earth. But when they put the suit on him, you're like, yeah, I'm into. He he's the thing that works for me. I like that. Whereas like like we said with the newer one with uh. Miles Teller and all that. It was clearly CGI, and it was all loose rocks yeah. floating apart from each other. It wasn't like no, a, that doesn't work. And, it the thing the rocks are important, and being the giant thing is important. The thing to me is not the big orange rock monster. The thing is the character of the thing. Yeah, he's he's the, a nice, soft-hearted dude, but he looks like this horrifying giant rock monster that to me has always been the core of the thing so you have to have that's what chickless did there's a there's a scene when he's on the bridge in the first movie helps the guy, and the yeah. girl puts the ring down and he can't pick it up yep. that's like that's the heart of this character to me he's brokenhearted he's not human he's lost something but he's still gonna help his friends yeah no i, I so if you agree. have the right actor i don't care about the cgi if it's the right actor it's like Vin Diesel saying, I am Groot over and over. It works. It works. Right. So as long as you get the right people in these places, I think it'll be fine. 
Yeah, I, I think if they can do it right, they the CGI is caught up. The ability to tell the story is caught up that if they can get the right people and everybody can buy into, you know, like, oh, OK, I, 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 I can't buy into this. But I'm saying, it. oh, yeah, Zac Efron is Johnny Storm. OK, I can I can get to that. Yeah. If they can do that, then, yes, I'm in because this is one I've been waiting for a long time. I've been very much looking forward to. I am not ashamed to say when I found out that. Reed Richards was in Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. I've watched Doctor Strange like 20 times just for <laughs> that little bit because I am a huge fan of those characters. And I'm staying with She-Hulk, which is a eh, kind of show yeah. because the rumor is the thing will appear at some point in this show. Nice. Which is like, I got to see this. But to make this work, uh, you've got to find what Favreau did for Iron Man, what Taika Waititi did for Thor, what... Um, I can't think of the guy's name who did the original Thor. You've got oh, to find the guy uh, who has a passion. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, yeah, Kenneth Branagh. You've got to find the man who has a passion for this story. Yeah. And that's what makes that's what makes Marvel work. Like you were talking about with Suicide Squad. Or not. Uh, James, yeah, Gunn James Gunn with, with, with uh, Guardians. James Gunn. Yeah, you know. Yeah. He, guys who want to tell those stories. Yeah. Yes. I love these characters. Let me tell this story. Not just a name who you can put in there. It's got to be somebody who wants to tell me the story, then find the right actors, and then you've got you've got another Iron Man. To end this, I'm going to pour water on your fire. I said earlier, wouldn't what it would have done for me is if they had just walked past each other and she had said, Mr. Richards. Yeah. How upset are you going to be if... Bzz, Ma'am, uh, there's a Mr. Ben Grimm here to meet you. <laughs> yeah, How and you don't you see him, yeah. Well, no, but if he walks through the door and he's just Ben, he's not the thing, it's Ben. He's still in the universe, and that tells me, now I get to see the origin story. Okay. You know, I, I don't have a problem with that. I like Ben Grimm. I, I like, like Ben Grimm. I'm, you know, I just know you're a thing. I love the guy. thing. So like, to me, it was like, it's like you get that tease all the way, and then it, yeah. all you get all you get is the back of some bald <laughs> you head get a bald dude. into a lawyer's office, <laughs> and you're like, and it might not even be the guy that's going to play Ben Grimm. <laughs> Son all you, of a... All you need to do <laughs> is grab the, the, the PA and just <laughs> shave his head real quick. Curse you, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, cutscene, watch She-Hulk 2 for the thing. <laughs> and there you go. They got you. Or or the thing is already gone, and we dismiss the thing, and She-Hulk is in Fantastic Four. Maybe. Because she was in the Fantastic Four for a while. Okay. Or, now here's one. Here you go. I'm going to go way deep in the nerd culture. There's a Fantastic Four that consists of the Hulk, the Ghost Rider, Spider-Man and Wolverine. Maybe that's the Fantastic Four we get. <laughs> then that means that Wolverine's coming back, and now you got to pick who's going to play Wolverine. Because now you have the biggest problem of all: does anyone ever pass Hugh Jackman as yeah. Wolverine? That's, and let's be honest, that means Nicolas Cage is going to make money. Ghost Rider, here Ghost we go. Rider's back. <laughs> There's a way to do this. I'm We've a part of it. Way off the tracks way here. Off the tra- <laughs> so you know what that means. Let's keep going. No, uh, that means it's over. Uh, this is another episode of you've been watching. My thanks to the. Th- I mean Brian uh, Morton. <laughs> it's clobbering. It's clobbering time. time. <laughs>